0: good morning welcome to faith in the morning something good is gonna happen to you today so expect miracles God loves you so much. You are greatly loved. So live, abide, dwell in his love. We've been talking about the love of God this week on Faith in the Morning. And I encourage you, if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Rate us highly so other people can discover us. However you're watching on Faith Plus or on Facebook, share so other people can be encouraged by the messages we shared this week. Because we're focusing on how much God loves you you. And he really does. Cool. let's start off. Say, God loves me. Go ahead. Say it again. Say, God loves me. And the thing is, I want you to, I want this to be so drawn, so drilled down in your heart and soul that throughout the week, you just say, yep, God loves me. It just slips out. You're not even thinking about it. Yep. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. And today for today's message, I want us to look back at a message I shared last year called the supply of God. God has a supply for you and he's going to provide for you because he loves you. Listen to this message and listen to it with ears to hear because God loves you. This whole crowd was Thanksgiving level full from a lunchable in the hands of Jesus. You might say, well, that's greed. No, it's the supply of God. God didn't mind that they had so much until they were full. He's the one who provided it. He's the one who made it available. And if they wanted more, they got more. Why? It was the supply of God. And then when Jesus said, now go gather up the fragments that remain. How are you going to have fragments from a lunchable? But if it's the supply of God, there's always more than enough. And as they began to gather, they found 12 baskets full. And these aren't even small baskets. These baskets are also luggage compartments. So imagine you going on a trip. Because remember, these people were heading to Jerusalem. And you had 12 bags of luggage full of overflow. That's what it's talking about here. But then Jesus did it again. Go to Matthew 15. Go to Matthew 15, the supply of God. Matthew 15, verse 32. Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude, because they continue now with me three days and I have nothing to eat. I'm not going to send them away fasting unless they faint in the way. And his disciples said unto him, Where? So it's not even the question how we can going to do this, it's where we can get it from. Where are we going to get all this bread in the wilderness, as to feel so great a multitude? We're in the wilderness. Jesus, DoorDash does not deliver this far. Uber Eats does not come to this block. We are outside the radius of all the delivery people, so where in this radius are we going to get enough food? And she says, well, how many loaves do you have? They said, seven and a few little fishes. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves, and the fishes, and gave thanks, and break them, and gave to his disciples, and the disciples did to the multitude, and they did all eat, and were filled, and they took up the broken meat that was left seven baskets full, and they that eat besides the four thousand men, besides women and children. So then he does it again. But go to the next chapter, Matthew 16, verse 5, and so they're heading to the next location, the next spot. It says in verse five, and when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. So whoever was responsible that week to pack the food had forgotten to pack the food, and so whoever was kind of fessed up to somebody. And it says, Peter, um, do I forgot the food? You got the. What? I forgot the food. You have got Jesus. You. I forgot the food. And so now they're all talking about, what are we going to do? We forgot the food. And so Jesus says unto them, Be, pay, take heed. Be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reason among themselves saying, it's because we've taken no food. I knew it. I knew it was in catch up for us. We forgot to take the food. And now we're about to get a lesson from Jesus about not packing food. And when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, oh, ye of little faith. Why are you reasoning among yourself? Because you've brought no bread. Don't you understand? Don't you remember the five loaves of the five thousand, and how many baskets you took up? Don't you remember the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many baskets you took up? How is it that you don't understand? I didn't. I'm not talking about bread. But I'm talking about the eleven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood how that he didn't talk to them about the leaven of bread, but the doctrine or the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. What is Jesus saying? Bruh, look at this. You were just with me the other day. We had a lunchable, and we fed 20,000 people. Then just the other day, we had seven loaves and four little fishes, and we fed all those people. And now you're stressed. Because you forgot food, have you forgotten who I am? If I can do that with that, what do you think I can do with our small crew right here? So what are you stressed out about today when there is a supply of God available for you? What have you forgotten about that Jesus has already done in your past? What miracle he's already done? What breakthrough he's already given you? Time and time again, what do you thought? I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to come through. I don't know how this is going to turn for me. I don't know how this is going to shift. I don't know how. I don't know how. And yet here you are, and God did it. Here you is. God brought you through. He turned it around. So what are you stressing about today if God has already proven himself faithful in the past? Because Jesus, don't you remember? If he did it before, he can do it again. Come on, 2020 did not tap out God's reserves. He still has a supply for you. And Jesus in his ministry was walking in abundance. He was passing out abundance in his ministry. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he still has a supply for you today. So why are you stressing over bread? Go to Matthew 6. Come on, I'm telling you, you're going to be so supply conscious by the time we're done here. There's a storehouse in heaven, but he wants to pour it out in your life today. Matthew 6, verse 25. And Jesus just finished telling him, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and mammon. And mammon, is not even talking about money. It's talking about a lifestyle and the name of a false god. So you got to pick who you're going to serve. So when you get into verse 25, he says, so because of that, I said to you, take no thought for your life. That doesn't mean don't think about it. It means don't worry about it. That phrase means do not be anxious. Do not worry about what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. So by implication, your daily needs of life even by implication where you live. Do not worry about those things. It's not your life more than food and your body more than clothes. Look at the birds. They don't sow, they don't reap, nor do they gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you better than some dirty birds? And have you ever thought, how God feeds the birds, that there are people who just love to feed the birds. They like to go to the park and feed the birds. They like to build birdhouses to feed the birds. They enjoy feeding birds. And if God could have people on this planet who enjoy feeding birds, don't you know by now God can set up what you need so that you have more than enough. That God can move on somebody's heart to be a blessing to you. God can move on somebody's heart to help you out. God can move on somebody's heart to open the right door. God can move on somebody's heart so that you have exactly what you need when you need it. And you're always in a position of more than enough. If God can feed some dirty birds, don't you know God can take care of you? Because Jesus said, aren't you better than some birds? supply of God which of you can by being anxious and worrying grow taller and why are you worrying about clothes consider the lilies of the field look at these flowers how they grow they don't toil they don't spend. yet i say to you solomon and all his glory all his money all his wealth was not dressed like one of these wherefore if god is clothing the grass of the field with these flowers which today is and tomorrow is cast in the oven Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Come on, if he causes these flowers to grow to make the field look pretty, and the field exists today, and tomorrow it's cut down and burnt, don't you know he's got your clothes on lock? Don't you know he's going to cause you to be dressed in the best? Don't you know that God has a supplier for you where your clothes are concerned? So why are you stressing and anxious, Jesus said. Therefore, take no thought. Once again, don't be worried. Don't be anxious, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or where shall we clothe? What are we going to wear? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. This is what they live for. This is what they run after. Their needs of life. Now, Gentiles don't just think of nations. This word where Gentiles, remember, he's talking to a Jewish audience, an audience that understood covenant. So he says, all the people who don't have a covenant live after and run after these things. Those who don't have a covenant, they're anxious about what they're going to eat, what are they going to drink, what are they going to wear, how they're going to survive. That is what they're living for. All the people who don't have a covenant live for these things. But what is that by implication? Those who have a covenant shouldn't seek after these things. Why? Because the covenant promised you those things. You have a covenant with God. Say, I have a covenant with God. And although Jesus was walking to the earth then, the old covenant was still in full of force, and the new covenant hadn't come yet. And so our new covenant, Hebrews says, is a better covenant based on better promises. Do you know why the new covenant is better than the old? And it it's all the good things of the old plus the good things of the new. Why is a $20 better than a $10? it has got the 10 in it. And so if he could tell these people in the old covenant, you shouldn't be worrying and being anxious and stressing about all your basic needs of life because you have a covenant. What does that mean for us who have a better covenant? For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. So don't make it spiritual. Yes, he knows I need peace. Oh, he knows I need the fruit of the spirit. No, he knows. He knows you're a mess without it. He he already knows that. But that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about things, material things. Your father already knows you need it, so he gave you a covenant. There is a supply for you. Say, There is a supply for me. So, what does Jesus say about this covenant about our supply? But you seek first the kingdom of God. While all the Gentiles are seeking first what I'm going to eat, what am i going to drink, what I'm going to wear, what I'm going to clothes, what I'm going to do, 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 what I'm going to do. While all them are running after that, you run after God. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God's way is being right. You run hard after God. So in the same way the heathen run hard after money, you run hard after God. You run hard after his ways. And what would the result be? All these things shall be added to you. Why? The supply of God. God has a supply for you. We're going to pause it right there for today. If you want to hear the rest of the message, you can go to the Faithless app and listen to it. It's called The Supply of God. Remember, God has a supply for you. He's going to provide for you. He has good plans for your life because he loves you. Have a great day.